The following program is intended for mature audiences. Warmest aloha, sir. Hey, Holly. Hi. Holly to you, too. He's so Holly, he doesn't even know he's Holly. I'm tempted to say menehune. Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> or chipmunks or something. What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for you, right, Ola? Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel of these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy. What we're about to say. She were on a mission. Trying to find a way. If you and me make a guarantee.
And welcome to Living the Aloha Life Podcasting Pono on the 808. I'm the poor man. And I'm <laughs> Dr. Aloha. All right. And we just came into Aloha Spirit by Tavana. Maybe Ooh. you haven't heard that song before. Maybe not, but it's a perfect one for this. It's perfect for this because today we're going to focus on the Aloha Spirit in a way. It's weird, but kind of... Meaning that no matter what happens in the world, I guess, or these islands, Hawaii will never, ever lose its aloha. But it is possible. But we're also going to talk about some negativity well, regarding what tourists feel is a lack of aloha. Yes. And we'll explain why. Yes. And we're going to be honest with you that it is possible that aloha itself decreases and increases we're just going to acknowledge that yeah, that's true it's not consistent like a lot of times on the island you'll hear when you visit maui or you visit Kauai or the big island and you'll have this feeling you know what aloha is not as strong on oahu as it is on the other islands mm-hmm. and overall with what's happening in hawaii today you could say that Hawaii is not as strong as it was from one perspective, but then from another perspective, you could say it's even stronger, but it's really an individual thing. How do you feel about Aloha? And it is about perspective. That is true. It's a great way to put it. Yeah, because I have Aloha, I see Aloha, but I also see a lack of Aloha, but it's not for me. Except when you have road rage. <laughs> Sorry. I do I have road rage? On I occasion. do once in a while, don't On I? Occasion. You know, and it's a shame because I have to come back to reality that I'm not in Boston traffic. Exactly. You know? And I always and say to you, where's your aloha? I know, and then I just I just bring it back and, and aloha comes right And all right is back. good. Yeah. See? I mean, you don't seem to have, you never seem to get any rage, which is impressive. I mean, I'm not an angry person. You get anxious and more frustrated than actually a lack of aloha. That's true. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so also we're going to be having really deep discussion on travel to Hawaii, the future of travel and the future issues and concerns Hawaii will have with a new normal and really the changing future. These are things that, honestly, people don't want to talk about, they don't talk about, and we are going to talk about it. And it's really important stuff, and it's not, we're going to warn you, it's not all going to be positive today. It's not, but it's important, so... Yes, it, it's, it's, it's important, and but I mean, I think the basis of it is that aloha is here. The spirit of aloha is alive and well. It will fluctuate. Some point, sometime, you will feel more of a lack of it, and then other times you'll feel a strengthening of it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just not consistent. Nothing really is consistent in life. Life goes up and down. It's yes. good, then it's bad, then it's good again, and that's just how life is, and aloha is going to follow that yeah yeah for sure i agree yeah because there's 
other than you guys, you're the only ones keeping alo- Aloha alive on the mainland. It's <laughs> so true. <laughs> because uh, uh, what we're seeing, there's no Aloha over there. <laughs> At least we have a good majority of it here. <laughs> Jeez. So, I mean, other than you guys and whoever loves Hawaii and brings the islands back to the mainland, you, all of you have that Aloha. And please, as we continue to mention that, keep that bubble alive, the Aloha bubble. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is going to be an important show. Yeah. For sure. For sure, right? So we should get into it, but first... Yes? Let's wish Lindsay a happy birthday. All right. (laughs) Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Lindsay. Okay, so what are we going to talk about now? Well, we have a couple messages from new patrons. Oh, right on. Do you want to go through that? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So the first one, aloha, guys, and thank you for the warm welcome. I've been listening for quite a while now, and I feel like it's my brain escape when I listen at my construction job. I admire everything you're involved in, and I thought the least I could do is become a Patreon to show my support. All right. I'm 25. I'm from California. My girlfriend and I first visited Oahu in May of 2019 and fell in love with Hawaii. Then we visited Maui in January 2020 and just confirmed our love for Hawaii. Right on. Other than the beautiful views and adventures, one of the best parts about it all is the people. Everybody's so welcoming and friendly. (laughs) We'll get to that later. (laughs) They used to be. (laughs) It might have changed a little bit. Oh, that's great. I love it. This was only a couple of months ago. He wrote, <laughs> I know, he wrote a little different than folks in Cali. Well, that's for sure. And they still are. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I felt at home while in Hawaii, which made my girlfriend and I make plans on moving there in two years. Okay, we have another mover. I love it. Since our last trip, I've been obsessed with gaining knowledge and understanding about everything Hawaii. This podcast definitely helps with that, especially the ones that talk about moving and living in Hawaii. It makes me feel like it's not out of reach. And that was from Christian. Christian okay yeah because i just had a couple of messages with him Hmm. and um thank you so much for becoming a patron yeah welcome to the ohana thank you so much and then we have one more right on aloha amanda and weed glad to hear from you i'm having fun catching up on the patron only (laughs) podcasts it's been downright tropical here in green bay has me daydreaming about the islands more than ever I hope to be traveling to Kauai in November, as long as it's safe and reasonable to do so, that I can be tested beforehand and I don't put anyone at risk on the island. Thank you. I don't do Facebook, Mm -hmm. so I appreciate the messages here even more. As someone who works in healthcare, wishing the two of you stay safe all the more. Keep your distance, wash your hands, wear your mask. Best, Pete. Thank you, Pete, Yeah. for becoming a patron and for giving us this great advice. Once again, healthcare. Yeah, for sure. We That's have great. so it's many great. people that are patrons that are In helping healthcare. so many people out there. Absolutely. It's friggin' awesome. So now, again, yeah. welcome to the Ohana, Pete. Yes, and the whole coming in November, we're going to get into that. Yeah, We're going to sure. get into that because we got some bad news. <laughs> so let's discuss it, right? Yeah, let's so try. we're going to do a COVID update because it is a very, very important update. Mm-hmm. Are we ready? Let's do it. All right. Hawaii has seen an all-time high in COVID cases and P 
people in the hospitals. We are averaging over 100 cases a day this week. At the height of the pandemic in April, we were only averaging 30. And that's when we were at this having our stay-at-home mandate. Stay-at-home mandate. The this quarantine, is so. highly troublesome. We had 207 cases yesterday. Yeah. We had 143 cases today. We are going completely in the wrong direction, really, like the rest of the country is doing in many areas. And the thing is, I know it doesn't sound that bad to a lot of you over in the mainland, but you've got to realize how tiny Oahu is, and almost all of the cases are on Oahu. Yes, almost all of them. 95% of the cases are on Oahu. At least. And we just don't have very many hospitals or hospital beds or... No, we have like 200 ICU. uh, We have 200 ICU beds. And it's and, and I don't know how many ventilators we have. It's less than 300. So it's about the same as the yeah. ICUs. And, you know, and this is real. I mean, what have people been talking about lately? They've been talking about maybe a second shutdown. So it's a little concerning. Our bars did shut down again for three weeks. Um, and there's new restrictions in parks and Ten or less people gatherings are limited to 10 or less people as you just said yeah so yeah. the restrictions are starting to happen again the school the reopening of school got delayed a to the 17th weeks. we'll see what happens August. what is it so what are they saying now i just got a notification from the doh department of health saying it would be a disaster for schools to open up if our community is not healthy so now i'm not sure what's going to happen okay so we're in a and and then they also said that the possibility today that the September 1st opening of Hawaii will be delayed. Right. So It could not, be October 1st. I don't, we do not know what's going to happen It's now. not official yet, but they're talking about it. Yep. Right. So it may even be, de- be delayed more. So if anyone's, you know, uh, Pete, yep. if he's going to be planning on coming here in November, I don't, we don't know yet. So let's just, let's just hold our breath and see what happens. And now they're actually thinking of um, stopping inter-island travel and putting the 14-day quarantine inter-island travel now again. Well, because oh other boy. islands are—they're doing really well. It's just Oahu that's not doing well. And the other mayors are saying the other mayors are saying shut down Oahu. Yeah. We don't. We, we we want the 14-day quarantine put back in place. You can't blame them. No, I don't blame them at all right now. I mean, I don't know what's. Here's yeah. the tricky part about all the islands being, you know, together um, on, you know, following the same regulations. Because if schools on Oahu can't open up, that's a shame that schools on other islands can't open up because they're doing fine. Is you that know? is that what the DOE gonna do? Like we're one all... DOE. Hawaii is one DOE. We all follow the same schedule. So Kauai has one or two cases, mm-hmm. and they can't open school. Correct. That's. Is that that's a government problem? Well, that's it's because a, Hawaii is all one DOE. We all we operate as one Department of Education. We're so, not separate. So not only is that a problem, the other problem we're having is testing. We're sending our testing to the mainland. It's being delayed. Yeah. So we we don't have the people here to do it on island. What the hell is going on? So by time we get the test back, it's days delayed, and. We're Everybody like, oh, spread it okay. already. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, you know, five days later or three days later, whatever it is, you know, you have it. And you've been walking around spreading it for the last three days. So it's almost impossible to trace at that point. Right. So our traces are getting screwed up. So this is why we're having the problem right now. I don't know exactly. You know, you know what? I think I do know where this went wrong. What do you think? I think it went wrong around July 4th. 
It's so true because July seriously, 4th, people came had, out of the woodwork and started partying. Was it June or was it like June? We had like between zero and five cases a day. Yeah. For the whole month. Yeah. We we're doing fantastic. We yeah. were almost ready to open to all these other countries. And now all these other countries shut us out. Oh my goodness. And now they're trying to do now. Now this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. They're going to do resort bubbles. <laughs> well, they're thinking about it. What that is was Maui. That? Did that you was read Maui. About that? I did. What is that all about? So actually, you one of my friends posted that on Facebook because Jesus. he he and his partner are planning to move to Maui in a few years. So he follows very closely, and he travels to Maui a lot. Well, anyway, yeah, they're planning to do resort bubbles. I think he has a vacation planned. I forget when he's maybe yeah. November or something. So um, apparently, you can stay at your resort on Maui, but you can't leave your resort beach to go to a different beach. And the point is to protect the Kama'aina, which I get it. That's great, but what is the, I mean, why do you want to spend the money, to, all That's that money to spend? Thinking. And you can't travel and enjoy the whole island. you got to stay on that but one beach. here's the thing. There's two types of vacationers. There's a vacationers that want to lounge on the, on the beach and drink their cocktails and just like have a relaxing vacation. They'll be fine. Yeah. It's the adventurers who will not be fine. The everybody that listens to the show. Yeah, everybody who wants to get out. <laughs> yeah. Explore. That's, yeah. yeah. I doubt Pete wants to go to another island and just kind of hang out on the resort and not go anywhere else. You can do that anyway, can't you? <sighs> yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. What we're saying, guys, is we're going to keep you updated on this because it's ever-changing. Every day something new is happening. Something new is closing. We're, you know, we're going to get into all this stuff about what's happening locally with the businesses and everything in here. And so why are you going to be the same later on? But why don't we go ahead? And get, yeah, let's read a comment we got on our Facebook page concerning the plight of Hawaii travel and the anger as well as disappointment this specific mainlander (laughs) had with the current state of affairs here in Hawaii. But this is good because it highlights the negativity that she's feeling and it is really important to talk about because a lot of people aren't talking about it. It is. So do you want to go ahead and uh, read Lexi's uh, comment? Go ahead. So this is from... Now mind you, this was on the Aloha Life. It had nothing to do with us. I don't know. I actually don't really... We tried to get a response from her. She didn't respond back. Right. We just let it. We gave her a chance, but she hasn't gotten back. So we're just going to go ahead and read the comment. You're going to do it, and then we'll answer it the best we can. And Lexi, no shame in your comment if no, you're listening, no. because what you feel is real. You're not yeah. the only person yeah. feeling it. Yeah. So here we go. No one is visiting Hawaii after this year. Only the Japanese will. Do you read comments on Hawaii news now? When are all of you going to address the outright prejudice, rudeness, and negativity from the community in Hawaii, calling us nasty mainlanders, riffraffs, and idiots, etc., day after day? Your estate is going to implode, and rightfully so. The locals don't ever care enough to sustain their own businesses. What a disaster. I'm so ashamed and disappointed in Hawaii. Okay, let, let, first let's of unpack all, it. Let, well, f- okay, so but even before we do that, just this one line right here. Your state is going to implode, and rightfully so. Now, this is, right there in that one line, is total and utter resentment or mm-hmm. something like she like this is an anger but here's they she wants us to know to go in the toilet but she, she wants she, like as if we deserve this people made her feel that way and right. that's what we need to remember too it is coming from both sides and you know I've seen the local Facebook comments too they're not nice and I get it because I live here and I know 
the fear the locals yeah, have. Yeah. I know where it's coming from. Yeah. Okay, but before we even break into this, let, let's before we even break down this comment. Right at right after we break down the comment, what we're going to do is we're going to try to show or provide both sides because Hawaii's history is very important here. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's going to make everyone more conscious, respectful, and show some empathy for the plight of Hawaii and its people here and why they react and why they act out like this exactly against mainlanders now see i am i am very nervous forget about howley and foreigner i'm very nervous that the new like n word here is going to be the m word and it's going to be Mainlander. mainlanders that's scary like yeah. as if mainlanders do not belong here anymore and i have always said the mainland mainlanders but i've never done it in a not in a negative, negative way right. and i feel that the people here are starting to use that word in a negative way now mm. i'm seeing it from some locals so it's got a negative connotation attached yeah, to it now, so i don't want to say it's horrible that i even have to bring this up but i am feeling it and i am seeing it in a way yeah i am too okay so that is a little bit of an issue but we're going to kind of break down on why all that is. So let's go ahead and break down what she says. No one is visiting Hawaii after this year. Only the Japanese will. Now, <laughs> okay, now, now. They do come to Hawaii, I mean, yeah. Okay, well, if you break down her statement in a way, is she being a little racist right there? I mean. Is she like, who is she attacking? Is she saying that the Japanese are better than, than the mainlanders on the United States? I don't think so. I think she's saying that they're not discriminated against here. They're not discriminated because they bring more money. Probably, yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. And But you guys have to also realize, too, the Japanese have COVID under control. Right. And exactly. we don't. So I'm not even sure if the Japanese are going to be coming because I do not believe that the Japanese have been given permission to the Japanese people to come here. True. Because they Because we have COVID right now to the point where they could bring COVID back to Japan. Yeah. So, uh, I, I would say that, th- let's take that out of that. Only okay. the Japanese will come here. Um, no one is visiting Hawaii after this year. Ho- There's a reason why people come to Hawaii. Okay, it is the Aloha spirit. And what, you know, the comments that we got was that there's something about the people here. The people, the culture. Yes. Yeah. And it's an individual thing. A lot of people have Aloha in their hearts and they're going to show it. There's some people who have said or who have made a decision in their own personal life to say that I don't feel or see aloha anymore, so I'm not going to extend it. And that's only some. Mm-hmm. And I've run into one. I, mean, I don't know if you have, but I've run into a few here and there, and then I educate them. And then the aloha comes out of nowhere. It's like it comes back. That's awesome. Right. So I'm not concerned about that. Aloha will always come back. And it'll always be there. But some people have just made a personal choice not to express it anymore. So Maybe because of their own personal circumstances. I think it's definitely a choice. But you know how we've always said Hawaii either pulls you in or spits you out too? Yeah, all that, the time. That, you know, there's something to be said for that too. I think some people just naturally feel that aloha and 
I don't know, that mana of the islands a little bit more than other people, or some Absolutely. people just can't feel it at all, and I think that's a part of it, too. It is. Now, do you read comments on Hawaii News Now? Okay, well, Hawaii News Now, you're looking on Facebook. I'll tell you, Facebook <laughs> has blocked me more <laughs> than I've ever been blocked in my life yep. in the last month, ever since you say any word or anything like, all I did was say crazy Asians, and I got blocked. And that was based in a that was fun-loving way. It was based on the movie, really. (laughs) I mean, but there was this there was this crazy Asian online, Uh. and I said that that crazy Asian, right? And I got blocked. Then I went on a friend's page, and they asked me, "What did you get blocked for?" I got blocked for saying crazy Asian, and they blocked me again. <laughs> well, because it, it's just like um, probably a search for certain words. Okay, but what happens if I said, did you see that funny movie, Crazy, crazy Rich Asians? Asians? Would I get blocked for that? Probably. Because I don't think they're actually reading every single comment that what comes through. What is up with what they're doing <laughs> online now? Like everything you say, and you guys have to understand, you know, I am to blame in part of this. Don't do what I've been doing. Yeah. You're do, what very a, do what Amanda does. You're and very just, impulsive. Yeah, do what Amanda <laughs> does and just stays, stay away from it. And stay off Hawaii News Now. Stay off of all that stuff. No. Get, get the news from news us. Hawaii News Now is a really good source of news. Just oh, I don't even know that. Don't read all the comments. And don't respond to them. Okay. You know, so the comments on there, some of it is negative. But you guys have to also understand, just recently we had a disaster where people from Florida come up and they and they trespass on top of um, Stairway to Heaven oh, with yeah. a trampoline. And then they make a 20-minute video. They're going to cash in on it. And then they leave. And it's all for the it's IG all f- fame. All for, the, all for Instagram fame and all for YouTube fame and for money and for views. And they left now. And it's to- what they don't understand is how disrespectful it is to the Aina, to the land here. Um, people, locals, they were pissed. They were I mean, pissed. I was pissed. I Yes. And you were too. I, I mean, was pissed off yeah. too because we're trying to have it reopen and do it right. Right. Okay. And then you're having, if you go on Instagram, and, and let me tell you, the Hawaiians... Are looking oh, out for stuff. Those comments were not Okay, nice. <laughs> we have a lot of comments of, of uh, people from the mainland saying, you know what, I have COVID, and I'm going to take a vacation to Hawaii, and why? what better place to deal with being sick than to go to Hawaii? Mm-hmm. And that's just one comment. And then we had another couple that moved to the Big Island. They went to Iliolani Palace, and the girl pretended she was taking a shit in the palace. It's what is right. that? It's so disrespectful. Okay, so you guys have to understand that I underst- we understand Lexi's comments, but you also have to understand that the disrespect that the Hawaiians see from mainlanders in many ways, and then there's people still coming to Hawaii, taking a vacation, breaking quarantine, breaking quarantine infecting others, infecting others, not wearing masks, not social distancing, going to restaurants, then infecting local people. The local people are bringing it to their home, getting their kapunas sick, getting their parents sick. You have to understand, it's very hard and very expensive to live here in Hawaii. So you're going to have to tend... Now, this is crazy. You're 10 to 20 people living in a household. 
and you infect everybody at once it and it spreads. The whole household. And I don't think the mainland understands. And then you know what? Well, they don't get the multi-generational They don't get, homes, not maybe, yeah. okay. Well, if if you're on the mainland and you're Asian, you know, or they you're might, Filipino, yes, they, yes, understand they understand. Because that's what families do. And Italians do it too. And some Portuguese do it. And they have big families under um, under one household. So, you know, this stuff is happening. And I don't think that people completely think through no, because Both they don't sides. know. They don't, they don't they're know ignorant. it. They're ignorant. And of then it. to further that a little bit more, on top of it all, of course, yeah. we've been saying this um, time and time again, but Hawaiians, Native Hawaiians and Pacific Islanders are much more susceptible to getting the disease. Yes. So, so guess what? I just Did you see the new study? There was. Yeah. Oh, it I'm just so came happy. out yesterday. Okay. Right. So the, now this is weird, right? Pacific Islanders are the worst. They get sick, but the actual Hawaiian Kanaka Maoli are doing pretty good. Oh, okay. So I'm very happy about That's that. So good. We're, we're good to report that because we've been saying when we say Pacific Islanders, I, th I think everybody may be thinking cl including Kanaka Maoli. I thought it was, yeah. No. So the Kanaka Maoli are actually doing pretty good, but are they doing pretty good because they're obeying the rules? That's I don't, probably I don't true know. too. Who knows? Because Who there's knows? a lot of people here that are not obeying the rules. Right. There's a lot of crap going on. Um, so then she says... When are all of you going to address the outright prejudice, rudeness, and negativity from the community in Hawaii? Okay, now so let's break down prejudice. Can I just comment on that really quickly? Yeah, of course. Okay, so <laughs> going back to the Stairway to Heaven post, and read, so we have a friend who posted the video. Yeah. He wasn't a part of it. He just posted the video. Yeah. I read all of the comments, and it was hundreds of comments on there. And I would say about 70% were very mean, very racist, very aggressive. Howleys. Stupid howly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just very, I don't know. No, they, they totally do right. come across racist, but they come around. Now, why are they coming across racist, and why are they saying things like "howly"? So, "howly" to them, uh, see, the thing is that the word "howly" is not if, really racist. It, it depends on when you use. It depends. <laughs> it depends on how, how it's forcefully used. it's used, and if there is a fuck before it. <laughs> so, one of the comments that I thought was really interesting, in particular, yeah. a lot of people called out these people on the racist comments. Okay. And most of well, them that's good too. Then. So most of them didn't respond. One one woman responded that you know Hallie's not a racist term, blah blah blah. It, and the and, person and it is not really. And the person responded back, right? The comment was, "I've never seen you call a Japanese person a stupid Hallie." That's what it was. Okay. Right. So. Uh, Technically, the word Howley is foreigner, so that would be Japanese, that would be anybody. Right, but the point was it's only white people. Well, the thing is, is because the Japanese, the Filipino, the Thai, all of them were here before the white men, okay? So they're really being singled out as the Howley. Right, of Whereas course, of anyone course. with a darker skin is more of an Asian or Pacific Islander or someone from the Pacific or Asia. And they're not represented as much, although they probably should be called some form of holly, maybe a hapa holly, whereas a no, dark, I, you know what I mean? I know, and I, I get both sides, but again, when we get into the next part about the history, yeah, it'll yeah. make a little more sense it'll to people. I sense. hope it'll enlighten people. Because I hope so. Yeah, there is resentment here, and there's times when it will come out, but you can't, I just can't even blame I, I can't blame anybody for it. There's I a different <laughs> perspective here. When you live here and you experience Hawaii and you see the people here and you have, you know, personal relationships with the people here and with people who have grown up here and have lived here, 
believe it or not, you start to see their side a you lot do. more. And you start to have that empathy and you start to understand, like, if I was in that position, if everything that had happened to me, which happened to them, they saw their grandparents, they saw their uh, ancestors, they saw what happened to them, there's going to be some anger, there's going to be some resentment. And then the mainland is sitting here like, get over it. Yeah, get over exactly. it. You know, but it's not like that. Like, move on. Now, this other thing she says here is your state is obviously going to implode, and rightfully so. We kind of covered that. Very resentful. She's obviously angered at maybe some comments that she saw or that she got. Yeah. Let's get past that because we can't help her with that. Right. Uh, The locals don't even care enough to sustain their own business. Now, I don't know what the hell she's talking about. We're about, like, it's horrible here. I wish I don't know what that means respond to us and tell us what that means because yeah I mean I think I'm thinking she means because locals who have businesses don't want tourists coming right now I think that's what she's getting at okay but I don't know what that means because it's not the locals that have businesses that don't want the tourists they want the tourists because without the tourists they're gonna go under and they well, are so that's what she's saying but I think she's referring to the negative facebook comments i don't know is she saying that or or think of it this way the locals don't even care enough to sustain their own businesses is she implying that the government does not care enough about the businesses to keep them open and to continue to keep them closed Mm -hmm. to continue to to continue to keep the mainland closed to hawaii so businesses can't succeed yeah, we really can't expand we on can't that without really knowing expand. what you meant. Yeah. Exactly. So what I'm saying is that, no, every local business here wants business. They want not only the locals to come into their businesses, they do want that traffic from the mainland. But the thing about Hawaii and, you know, it seems like, listen, a lot of people have taken this and have made it political. Oh, these these states are staying closed because of this reason. You know, they're staying whatever it may be. Here in Hawaii, it's really tough because you're talking about the health of the local people here that have been through hell in the past. Yeah, where essentially the islanders were wiped off the face of the earth because of sickness, virus, disease. Yeah, we're gonna get into all that. We're gonna get into that. And so it's a decision to where the government here makes a decision for the people. Is it wise, wiser to do these things to keep Hawaii healthy? Or is it wiser to open the businesses and let more kapuna and elders get sick? Right. And let them die so that the younger people can go on and, and live their lives. And that's just not fair. So people don't do that in Hawaii. Right. And that's that aloha. Believe it or that's not, the that's aloha, aloha coming through. We care about our people here. We care about our elders more than we do anyone else. And they're the ones that are being affected, uh, you know, being affected by this the most. So you have to put yourself into the mentality of the Aloha spirit of the people who live in Hawaii, breathe Hawaii, and don't want to see their elders get sick because we've talked about this many times and you have to understand the Hawaiian culture. Hawaiian culture and storytelling is passed down generation to generation. Mm -hmm. They're passed down by our elders. They are not written down. These stories. Right. Well, obviously, they have been from you know King Kalakaua books. At and some point, yeah. Yes, but personal, family, ancestral stories 
are not written in books somewhere. They're passed down by the family. Right. Personal bubbles of families. And once you lose the kapunas and once you lose the elders, like for instance, my grandmother, before she passed away, I was like, I was like, Nana, write down those recipes that I don't know. <laughs> write oh. down your stories from, from, from when you, you know, the older stories. And she didn't do it. She never did it. So we lost them. And that is what we don't want to see happen in Hawaii. And we're still hoping that those stories continue to be passed down. But, you know, sometimes the younger generation doesn't want yeah. to hear the stories, doesn't want to take on the burden of telling those stories to their children mm -hmm. and their children, and then some do. Right. So it's a 50-50. But that is why it's important, and the low spirit is strong here, that we don't want our elders to get sick, and we put that above business, it seems here. Absolutely. Unfortunately, it that really does is devastating. We yeah. just had another person commit suicide here the other day. He jumped off the... Really? Yeah. Where? I don't know the exact thing. I, I, honest to God, I saw the story, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to read the story. Oh, I didn't see that Because one. it's just going to make me more depressed. Of course. You know? And it's like... The, the, so when you have businesses closed, you're trying to save the elders. At the same time, the mental health here is... And it's on it's the mainland, down. too. Yeah. It's going down. And Scary. people are committing suicide. People are beating their wives or they're beating their children. And things are happening. They're being stuck inside. The human being... Listen, when you cage a tiger or an elephant or anything like that, you see what happens to them over time. They go crazy. Yeah. Human beings can't even sustain what animals sustain. We're going crazy after a couple of months. And it's more its more than just that. Financial stress does really bad things to people, oh, too. Oh, financial stress so, is killing me. It's killing you. It's killing everyone. So the two of those things coupled together, I mean, right. yeah. Yeah, so she's... So her ending comment here is, you know, we are... We do want to sustain our businesses. We do want, you know, vacationers to come here eventually. But we want them to come here when it's safe and right now on the mainland things are out of control and things are getting out of control here and we have a 14-day quarantine and it's still out of control i know okay so she says what a disaster i'm so ashamed and disappointed in hawaii lexi just you know be more concerned about your own personal problems right now just, we have so know. many here right now that to say you know that she's ashamed we're not ashamed of what we're doing here in Let's Hawaii. Let's just hope the rest of this podcast will help her to understand yes. a little better. I hope so. And I'm sorry that she feels the way she does because I'm sure she's, you know, heard some really negative comments. Yes, so, I know. Yeah. Now, the other thing and one more thing before we actually get into, we're going to take a quick break, is, I'm not going to name names, this is a little bit more on the ignorance or maybe just some blissful level that I don't understand. But someone had contacted me about wanting to book a trip to Hawaii. Well, I mean, can maybe we explain? Like, like you saw my, you were right there when it happened. Can you explain what you saw come over me? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Just, uh, no. <laughs> I kind of lost it, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. why did why did you feel that I think I lost it? Well, because you feel like it's just disregard for everybody here, the well-being of everybody here, for Hawaii in general. Well, she is asking, well, this particular person was asking about locations, places to go, uh, Airbnbs or resorts to stay at, and in my mind, now see, this is your, the... Uh, your this, response was Hawaii shut down. 
uh, my response was I, I, I didn't want to um, upset someone. I didn't want to lose a possible customer or whatever or whatever she was or maybe or I didn't want to not spread the aloha spirit. And I said, Hawaii is shut down right now. Yeah. And then they said, well, we want to plan this. We want to do that. And I was like, how am I going to respond back to this? And then I said, and I was honest. And this is the separation and the difference of where people here in Hawaii are thinking and where people on the mainland are thinking. I told her, I don't know if I'm going to have a business in six months. I don't know if that hotel is going to be opened in six months. I don't know if that restaurant is going to exist next year. How about we wait? How about you wait six months to a year and see if all these places still exist? Like, I'm thinking in my head, do you even know what's going on here? And she probably doesn't, and doesn't. that's the honest truth. So you, exactly. you've said this before yourself. When you live on the mainland, you don't hear about Hawaii in the news unless it's something vacation-related, like, ooh, a new resort right. or something. Yes. You don't hear the bad about Hawaii no. in the news. So she probably has no idea. Did she know that doing. there's a 30% unemployment? Does she probably know that not. people are, are, are about to be evicted out of their homes right now since they haven't... Since they haven't um, move forward the uh right. what is the other uh, you know what is 600, it not know. only the 600 dollars but the not to evict people oh right right so right eviction. so so they're starting to evict right now here in hawaii because none of that has been passed the governor has decided not to increase the unemployment yet and so we have a lot of problems right now here and you know no, I'm sure she doesn't know. Any I'm not of that. getting. I'm not getting the six hundred dollars more a week. I run a business. I'm trying to create new businesses right now. I know. Okay, so I'm actually using my unemployment to create new businesses. So I'm ready to go, and I'm not getting the extra twenty four hundred a month. That was paying my rent. I while know, I okay, know. and I'll be honest. While this podcast was helping me to feed me and right. to get stuff for the podcast and get ready to get shirts and hats for everybody. Right. Okay? So it's just like, I don't think people understand. They don't. They clearly do not what's going have on any here. idea. So that's why I didn't get as upset about it as you did because in my mind, I'm like, oh, she just she's in a bubble. She doesn't know. Everybody thinks Hawaii is okay. It's so far away. Yeah, but um, I was I was honestly saying like, you know what? In a year from now, I don't know if I'm going to have a tour business. Right? She's not. Thinking Do you understand like that. this? Yeah. She's but I couldn't say that to her. But the, I'm like, this is my thinking. But the other thing is, I think everybody, no matter where you live, is just not in a great spot right now, and people just need something positive to hold on to, to grasp onto, and planning a vacation could be it. You know, maybe she just needed that like positivity. That's something to look forward to. No, I totally uh, listen. I totally get it but what i want people listening here to understand is to see the two sides right of so course. to see where she is mm-hmm. and to see where i am and the disconnect the, the in disconnect. between <laughs> yeah. the disconnect and, and and this is and, and i'm bringing i'm talking about this because it's all relating to lexi's comment yeah the disconnect mm-hmm. and the not then the lack of understanding of what's going on on other sides of the world for sure that's it that's true let's take a break all right let's do it <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in a few seconds all right Hey, how's it? And welcome to the Aloha Life podcast. You're listening to us because we have great patrons who have joined our Patreon page and have become members of the podcast by supporting and donating to our show. Without our patrons like you, we wouldn't be on the air. So if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more shows every week, please do take a moment to join us and become a patron of our podcast at patreon.com forward slash living the Aloha Life. And thank you so much for your support. All right, we are back. We're going to just get into some important information here. 
we're gonna so talk it's gonna, about we're gonna we're gonna educate history. we're gonna educate yeah and you know there's a reason we're doing this we're hoping that it will pull things together together yeah and hope you help you have some understanding yes about the negative comments coming from locals here but just the overall state of affairs of the past, the present, and the future of where we're going. Right, because yeah. it all connects. Right. So I'm going to talk about the overthrow of the Hawaiian Kingdom. The overthrow of the Hawaiian Kingdom began on January 17, 1893, with a coup against Queen Liliuokalani on the island of, of Oahu by United States citizens, plantation business owners, and foreign residents residing in Honolulu. A majority of the insurgents were all foreigners. They prevailed with the leadership of American minister John L. Stevens to call in the U.S. Marines to protect United States interests, an action that effectively ended the rebellion and had the queen imprisoned in her own palace. The revolutionaries established the Republic of Hawaii, but their ultimate goal was the annexation of the islands so the United States could take them over, which occurred in 1898. Several rebellions took place in 1887, 88, and 89 by Lauren Thurston, Minister of the Interior of Hawaii. Now, Lauren Thurston, it's the Thurston... Lava, Lava cave on the, yes. Yeah. Now, if you want to name, rename something, let's I do that. I was just going to say that. Why is it named after him? Listen, if you're going to have these Confederate stuffs on the mainland, you're going to have General Lee, and you're going to have all these issues with statues and everything, rename this, please. Totally agree. What the hell is going on? <laughs> anyway. Okay, thank you. Uh, with the 1887 rebellion and Robert Wilcox with the 1888 rebellion and in 1889 with the Queen's Rebellion, which ended her reign. In the end, the final takeover and annexation was completed in 1898 with Hawaii become a, becoming a territory of the United States. And finally, in 1959, Hawaii became the 50th state. The 1993 Apology Resolution by the U.S. Congress concedes that the overthrow of the Kingdom of Hawaii was an illegal act against a sovereign nation and occurred with the active participation of citizens of the United States and that the native Hawaiian people never relinquished their sovereignty to the United States or their lands either through the Kingdom of Hawaii or through a referendum. Debates regarding the events that played out between 1887 to 1898 play an important role in the continued Hawaiian sovereignty movement to take back Hawaiian lands that continue to be illegally occupied. Okay, now that in a nutshell Ooh. was the overthrow of the Kingdom of Hawaii and the takeover of the United States. Now we're going to do an entire podcast because... It deserves it. It deserves it. And every single one of these rebellions that happened in 1887, 88, 89. For instance, uh, the Lawrence uh, Thurston. He held King Kalakaua by gunpoint to his head and made him sign an agreement to turn over Hawaii or he would have got his brains blown out. Now, you tell me. So why, yeah. You why tell would there me. Be resentment there? Jeez. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it, you're talking about, okay, so that, and that's, we're not even getting into the Wilcox, um, rebellion and then the queen tried to take back the hawaiian islands and when she tried to 
she, they knew she was going to try, and they mm -hmm. imprisoned her. But how brave At this of her time, for trying, how you know? How brave. But by this time, King Kalakaua went to the mainland to try to get help. She, he was in San Francisco, and he passed away there. Right. So he wasn't even able to get back. So the it's The whole just, story is just heartbreaking. It truly is, and it makes you realize, I mean... It's a really sad story, and you have to understand that the Hawaiians... Okay, now, this was only 100 years ago, okay? Yeah, still so fresh. So, still fresh, and it's still fresh, the fact when we became a state in 1959. It, that's not too long ago either. Right. Mind mm -hmm. you, the whole, none of the Hawaiians wanted to be really become a state. Right. Okay? And everyone that voted was military, American citizens, that were not Hawaiian citizens. How did that it happen? It wasn't fair. No, and if you go to the Bishop Museum, please, guys, if you come to Hawaii and go to the Bishop Museum, you will see the papers and the signatures of the names. No Hawaiians. Wow. Just Americans, military, things like that, that wanted to sign over the islands to the United States. It was a complete disaster. It's so wrong. In the end, the queen stepped down. She didn't want to do any bloodshed. She recently had become a Christian, and she didn't want to do any bloodshed, and she started to step down, and they imprisoned her. She could have fought. She could have killed a lot of people. She could have killed a lot of U.S. Marines. It would have been a big blood fest, but she chose not to and to surrender. The queen did. She mm. chose peace and aloha. See, there you go. There's that aloha spirit. Correct. So, you so got, that's yeah. kind of how this all ties together. Like, why did we go over this? Why did we go over it? Can you tell me? Well, I think there's a few important issues. Number one, I hope it helps people to see why maybe there is still some resentment. Yes. You know, I think that's the biggest thing there. And then number two, like you just mentioned, you can see that aloha spirit, that how it's shown through. Yes. Exactly. And see, the thing is with Hawaii is that it still holds on to some of the resentment because the younger generation sees how the elders, the kapuna, and their ancestors had suffered through this transition. Right. And that their voices were not heard. Right. So when this is happening now, which we're going to get into the bringing of sickness and disease... When the Hawaiians' voices are not being heard, just like on Mauna Kea, they weren't being heard. They didn't want a telescope out there. They weren't yeah. being heard, so they protested. They weren't being heard that, stop, travel to Hawaii. We don't want to die again. So that kind of connects it all. It yeah. connects it all. So I'm going to connect it right now. So now you see what Amanda did with the overthrow, the illegal overthrow. This is something... Where we, we they're, t they're having this discussion now about history books. History yeah. books. They're not telling the truth of what happened to... This isn't in there. No. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so slavery, the takeover of the mainland of North America, you know, from the Native Americans. Yeah. And then the takeover of Hawaii, illegally. Right. Okay, now I'm all... Uh, there's no other place I'd want to live. Well, except if Hawaii was its own country. <laughs> <laughs> But I, we're here, right? It's part of the United States. But if Hawaii was its own country, I've repeated myself many times, I would give up my, my United <laughs> States citizenship and, and, and become, you know, get a Hawaiian citizenship. Right. If Hawaii was its own country. But um, so you can see things that are not being learned and taught. 
So when you have negative statements made and ignorant statements made, it's because these things were never taught to you in the first place, at least to some people. So, and that's an important point too, because maybe a lot of the comments, negative comments from people on the mainland are coming out of ignorance and not Yeah, I believe spite, that. I, I, I totally yeah. believe that. And I don't, it's not their fault. They're ignorant of it and they have not chosen to maybe just take Hawaii as a vacation spot and not as something more. Right. It's so much more than just a vacation Oh, it's spot. so yeah. much more. There's so much behind. There's so much richness and history behind Hawaii and its people. It's the Aloha spirit. Mm, absolutely. You know? Okay, so the bringing of sickness and disease. This is all going to come together. Now, this is the perfect thing. Let's relate the pandemics of Hawaii's past to the pandemic of today. Now, a Hawaiian recently said the following when it comes to Aloha. Tensions are running hot since we telling visitors to go home and now they mad at us and demanding and questioning where our aloha is. Who are they to judge us? Do they even know what aloha is? To us Kanaka, visitors can show their aloha by leaving and helping us stay safe. Do they understand this unconditional love? Mm, and people don't see don't it that know. way. They think of it as their vacation and... They don't see it as... Now, you know what's so great is a lot of the patrons and our friends here, when they email us back and forth, isn't it amazing that they're concerned about the local people? They do see it because they have I think a love I think, for I think, Hawaii yes. and they appreciate the culture and history. But That's I, I, is, it, is it also because we're also helping them understand everything? I hope so. I think it I is. I do. I hope so. I think it is. And they're really... I don't know. Maybe they just had that aloha the whole time. Maybe they didn't need us. Yeah, I'm not sure. We'll never know that. But yeah, let us know. But they're amazing people for it. Amazing, so everybody. You. Yes, and it's uh, it's uh, and it brings a tear to my eye when they you know they're worried about the local people first. Like the instead message, of the vacation. The message I read today from our new patron. Yeah, that's exactly. awesome. It was so awesome to hear him say that. Yes. And I just wish everybody could have that attitude. Yeah, and this is from a local Kapuna. They're saying you know like they're questioning uh, the uh, mainlanders where our aloha is but then who are you to judge us by not sh coming here and keeping us safe that's showing us aloha and let's get into Think it about that. yeah it's true yeah the hawaiian islands have been referred to as the last landfall about 2500 miles from the nearest island outside hawaii and further than that from the nearest continent the islands evolved in isolation. Plants and birds that got here adapted to suit the local environment, creating a place where 97% of all native plants, species, and most of the native birds are found nowhere else on Earth. And then there's many, many fish that are only found in mm, Hawaii. So true. The Hawaiian people arrived a few, a few thousand years ago after a millennia of migration and flourished mostly in isolation, never experiencing the disease that had affected the old world. This made Hawaii's people a virgin population who had never been exposed to disease, not allowing the development of resilience or immunities to sickness. Yeah, I mean, uh, right? they've been on an island their whole lives. They yes. didn't have immunity no, to there anything. No, there was no sickness here. There was no disease. It was, it was truly paradise. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, but unavoidably, the introduction of disease came in 1778 with the arrival of Captain Cook. Imagine that. <laughs> this introduction was catastrophic. Cook visited the island of Niihau on January 17th of that year. His journals remark about the health of the people and the absence of all disease. 
He knew his men were carrying venereal diseases, and he tried to keep them away from the native women. But when their ships were blown offshore, men that were left on the island had to stay for three days. Nine months later, when Cook returned to the islands, he found that venereal disease had spread throughout the Hawaiian Islands. While it's uncertain exactly what disease it was, the impact was unmistakable. Mm. By the time French explorers arrived in the 1790s, they said Hawaiian women had been ravaged by venereal diseases. The disease did not necessarily kill outright, but it would render the people infertile, beginning the steep downward decline of the Hawaiian population. Sad. Crazy. Then as the Hawaiian kingdom worked to forge itself into an independent nation, foreign ships brought epidemics in waves. Cholera, 1804. Influenza, 1820. Mumps, 1839. Measles and whooping cough, 1848 and 49. And smallpox in 1853. Mm. <sighs> These It's horrible. These led... King Kamehameha V in 1869, interesting, to establish a quarantine station on a small island off of Honolulu. And then leprosy arrived. And we did a whole podcast on leprosy. <sighs> yes, around that time and led the kingdom under pressure from Western advisors to quarantine those suspected of being infected, mostly native Hawaiians, on the island of Molokai a move that has since been interpreted as another means by which native Hawaiians that were intentionally disempowered. During these nightmarish times of tribulation, 90% of the Hawaiian population was wiped off the face of the earth by foreign disease. It's horrible. 90%. Can you see why they have this fear today with this disease? There was over 2 million Kanaka Maoli. Now there's 200,000. That's so sad. Yeah, so, so it should see hopefully, the whole picture. hopefully it makes o it very clear why. From the overthrow to disease in Hawaii, you can understand, listen, resentment's not a good thing to hold on to. It never is. It never solves anything. But it's uh, coming hate out Hate speech is not good either. But it's coming out of fear. And mostly these types of things do come out of fear and the unknown. And you just have to understand both sides of everything. Just like, you know, if you're... Uh, it's hard though. It's hard, right? Because you're if you're white, how do you understand what blacks think about of and how they? Of course you don't. It's impossible. It's impossible. And to think that you can is ignorant, honestly. Right. So you need to just have some empathy. Empathy. How about empathy and respect? Learn the yeah. history. Learn the reason for the comments or the fear, yeah. and then try to have some empathy, like you said. Exactly. So we're gonna go ahead, and we're gonna take a break. And we're going to listen to Life in These Islands by Kahi Apple. Awesome. Okay. Let's do it. And then we're going to come back and we're going to answer many of the questions that a lot of people have. All right. Sounds fun. All right. Hello. Papa with the cakey, 
the beach, playing in the sand, walking ancient trails in misty uplands, riding the surf on a rolling swell in these islands, gathering flowers to string the Alright, we're back. That is a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. So, what is our first question? Okay. For vacationers, will Hawaii be the same when you return? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> that one was easy. I think that was pretty good. Now, <laughs> what is happening and what are you seeing that you believe when people return, There's Hawaii's not going to be the same yeah there's so much so one piece of it obviously is that we're seeing businesses close down permanently like crazy yeah and that's obviously a huge piece yeah the second piece of it which i don't want to get into too much now because we're going to talk a lot about later on yeah is how maybe hawaii's going to try to figure out a way to become less dependent on tourism yes you know 
we're seeing a lot of change in perception and how they're going to do things in the future. And we're going to talk about that, you know, later. And because uh, this is going to be long as hell. Yeah. Um, but businesses are not going to be the same when you return, everyone. They're already not the same. We're already seeing small mom and pops gone. We're already yeah. seeing restaurants gone, bars gone. A lot of the, um, you know, fun bars that we used to like to go to, they're gone. Uh, and right now, with the reclosing of bars for three weeks, let's it's just be honest. Worse. Let's just be honest. It's going to be probably closed more than three weeks. Yeah. I think it's going to be utterly devastating. And word is that many of the bars now that they had to close for another three weeks and they had to lay off staff again that they're not going to be able to reopen and we don't know what's going to be left and it's 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 very frightening for the local people and i'm just really nervous that we had really been making strides on dealing with the homelessness here mm -hmm. like because i remember when i had first got here it was absolutely horrid we had made some steps but now with what's happening when you return, it is a possibility if we don't get things under control ASAP, you're going to see a lot more homeless here. And it's so sad because these are people who had careers. Had businesses. Businesses. And now they, they just have do? nothing. Yeah. Well, when, you, when you work your whole life, you put your savings. And I swear, so many people have been crying. Yeah. Online. You see videos on, about videos it. Videos saying, yeah. please help me. Don't go to Walmart. Don't go to this. Don't go there. Don't go to Costco. Come into my store, please. Put my entire savings and Life savings. took loans out to start my business. And now I have to close it and I have nothing. I don't have a penny to my knee. And not only that, Amanda, they've done loans recently to stay in business. <sighs> they've taken loans out, SBA loans. They've taken, you know, all these things that some of them that they do have to repay. They've gone into their 401ks. These are people that if, if these businesses don't open in like in the next month, they're going to be have nothing. They're and and what do these people do when they've spent 10 years, 20 years, 30 years building a business destroyed in three to five months? Yeah. And so Hawaii is going to look different, it's folks. It's one thing. Like, okay, so you... <sighs> I don't even know how to say this. Okay, so you're going to, you always see all of the tents outside, like Waimanalo yeah. Beach. And, you know, there's all these areas where there's a lot of homeless tents. And you just assume, I think, when you come here on vacation that, you know, it's maybe druggies or this or that. You don't assume it's people who had really great businesses yeah. that closed and then, like, this is their life now. It's yeah, heartbreaking yeah. and it kills me just to think about that. And on top of the fact that, um, you know, the cost of living is so expensive, just, just renting just a, a place is yeah. expensive. So a lot of the people that are actually homeless already before this pandemic started, they are still going to work. They have their own vehicles, except they live in a tent because yeah. they can't afford the rent here. I can't tell you how many students in Hawaii are homeless. It's yeah. crazy. And their parents work. Yeah. Now, recently I had a little fight with somebody online again. Uh, I was covering for a friend of mine, uh, Melissa. <laughs> and they were saying, you know, stop living off the system. I'm paying for you because, you know, we're getting 600 right, mm. a week because we've lost our businesses. You were, yeah. Okay. So I'm saying I need that. I still need it because Hawaii, okay, Hawaii's not reopening. So I need it until Hawaii reopens. Then I'm going to be good. I'm investing this money into new businesses. So when Hawaii does reopen and I'm investing in businesses that when Hawaii, if Hawaii was to close again, I will be prepared and I will be ready. 
okay? And these people are saying, go to hell, pretty much, right? And then I'm saying, you don't even understand. I have a, I have a very expensive, you know, rent, right? Absolutely. And, and, and so I, I don't want to put out numbers, but it's, it is an expensive number. Yeah. And you know what the guy says? Boo-hoo. Oh, sorry, you rich person can't afford your rent. So they don't understand how much rent costs here. No, people don't get it. They think because I pay a certain amount that I'm rich. I'm right. paying a certain amount because I live with other people. Right. And we're all splitting it. And we're all barely able to make it as it is. And they're acting like they, because like we said before, the ignorance. Mm-hmm. Because the knowledge people don't is lacking. Know, people don't understand how expensive it is to live in Hawaii. If you're living in a home here in Hawaii, and it's a good-sized, decent home, and you're living with other people, rent is going to be anywhere from three to six thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Now, I hate to break it to everybody, that's not rich. Right. That's making ends meet. Right. That's normal. And you have to come up with that money. That's normal. Mm-hmm. And 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 some people don't understand how expensive it is in that way. Nope. Yeah. <sighs> All right. <laughs> Want to move on to the next question? Yeah, I certainly do. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> With travel being stopped for so long, the locals have been enjoying their islands free of tourism exploitation. Will the people of Hawaii welcome travelers back with aloha? Let's <laughs> talk about what just happened to us on Kiona Beach. Oh, when we see tourists walk by? What the hell was that? Yeah, oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay. We saw it. So we were on, we were at Kiona Beach, which is a very local, beautiful beach. Very local beach, all local people, they're loving life, no tourism. Yeah, and this what family, <laughs> and it was so obvious they were tourists. <laughs> they walk by, it was parents and two little kids, and really cute little kids, but they No masks. Yeah, Walking none of them had right masks. through other people's little groups. And, um... What did they do? They pulled... They pulled someone aside so they could get a picture of the right, family together right, right. on the beach. And asked them, gave them their phone gave and them asked their them phone. to take a picture. One of the most dirtiest devices you yeah. can hand to somebody. Not giving a shit. And they also had something set up that the kid pulled out of the sand. I forget I don't, what it was. It was so some sort of a structure. So there was another group of people, Hawaiians, their kids put something in the sand. They were so building something. So the vacationers' kids were grabbing something out of the sand from the other family. Now, do you see, overall what this was, was disrespect, not understanding how to act in Hawaii, and what I found myself doing as a Howley was go home, Howley. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> okay? I don't no, want to see you. On my, I don't want to see you doing this right now. I don't want to see you here not wearing masks. You know, and, and it's weird. I am not like that. No, you're not. And I saw this. I take people around the island. I show people why I love Hawaii. Yeah. And you're, you're the most welcoming person ever. ever. And I see this and I'm like, why are you here doing this? Bothering here, these local people. You're here living here with the knowledge of how out of control Oahu's getting with cases. So overall. Again, it goes back to tourists who probably are kind of ignorant coming here and not realizing what's going on and how it's affecting right. the local now we're community. Not, now we're not even local. Right. And this is me reacting to somebody. I've been here for 20 years. Because you care about the local community. I care about the local community. So what is wrong with me? Is this okay? I don't even know at this point. I think it's natural. I don't think anything's wrong with you. I think it's it's tough. It's a tough situation. You care very much about the people here. If they were in my Jeep and I brought them to the beach 
I would feel you would probably much say differently. No, no, no. What I'm saying is I would feel much differently about bringing them there and introducing oh, them sure. and explaining and telling them the rights and wrongs. You would educate them, yes. Right. And then I would have no issues. Right. So if that kid was to do that and take something from the other family, I would say, you know, you don't you do not do that here. Right. You know, and, and whatever I would, I would say. But because I am not able to introduce them to Hawaii properly... I had an outright resentment. It seemed how I felt inside that I don't want to see them bothering these local people to take pictures. They could give them COVID. They could do this. They're enjoying themselves on the beach with no tourism. And you show up on a local beach doing this. I don't want to feel bad about that, but of I course. feel bad about it. Let me ask you this. Say it's, you know, fast forward to the future. COVID is gone. It is a thing of the past. We're not worrying about it anymore. Will we welcome back tourists? Okay, that with was Aloha? the original question. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, it's just I mean, a different yes. perspective of the Yes, question. I do believe so. I think so too. I believe I so. I think right now it's all coming out of fear, as we've been saying. Yes. Any negativity is coming out of fear. There was a lot of older folks on that beach. Absolutely. There was a lot of kapuna with their kid and the, the, the grandparents with their kids. Absolutely. And Huge local beach. And that, and, that, and that family on vacation was mingling right in there. They were. A foot away from each other that bothered me a little bit I mean should it I don't know but for the people who are there now they went over to that local family and they asked for a picture and they didn't have an issue with it so maybe they didn't have an issue like I had an issue oh, or maybe they're just I, I feel like I don't know maybe they were showing the Aloha spirit yeah I feel like people here are very kind and yeah. even if it bothered them they probably wouldn't say it because they would just people, ignore it most people here are just not very confrontational yeah. so they're right. just gonna go with the flow yeah. it doesn't mean it didn't bother them it probably did so back to the original question is do you so we do think that when everything's ready to open up and it's safe to open up everybody will be welcomed back i believe it I will i do believe it. i do too 100 i believe 100 it is real yeah. it is real it's just you know the fear is doing it's changing people fear changes a lot of people i didn't have any fear Not for me it was you. yeah but for me when yeah, but i'm trying to understand my own emotions in this situation because you have a fear for hawaii i was afraid for uh, okay so i was nervous that uh, for other people right it didn't bother me really like i didn't have some reason i i was upset that they didn't understand something and they should have a little more we respect. live here and we're seeing 200 new cases of course it's going to bother us yeah yeah so i we do believe that when hawaii reopens and it's safe to reopen it, whether there's a vaccine or whatever it is and we're down to like maybe no cases or maybe one or three cases right i think they'll be welcomed back and they'll be ready to be welcomed back i just hope that <laughs> businesses are left to go to i know me too and i hope People are not so demoralized and defeated. That they don't want to come? <laughs> no, I'm talking about people here. Mm -hmm. That they've lost their souls. I don't, I know, I know. That is a very real concern. But yeah. I don't, I want to believe that the Aloha spirit won't go away. I believe the only way it won't go away is people have to come together. Like Ohana, and they just need to help each other. I know. And we need more of that. But the thing is, there's so many are suffering that it's hard to help it's hard. other people when you're suffering in the same way. It's hard, yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Okay. What's next? Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're just being real. No, it's true. I we mean, said this, we were is, going this to. is a heavy, real talk. Yeah, it's so, important, though. Yeah, let's see how far we can get with this. We, we, we may just 
kind of break this up because this is <laughs> maybe this we'll is, have to <laughs> this is he- this is heavy and it's it's kind of starting to bother me a little bit i know so okay what's next all right so now we're going to talk about for those who have been planning to move to hawaii okay oh this is good because some yeah. people want to know this like jessica is this the worst time to be planning a move to hawaii now if you're saying this year absolutely this would be a disaster it's a mess here right now yeah you don't want to come here i would say I would, I would, I would, we have not seen the impact of the destruction here yet. We have seen only the beginning. But the issue with the real destruction that's coming is the shortfall and that the Hawaiian Islands are already 2.5 or it's getting close now to 3 billion in debt. That's horrible. What does this mean? It means many things, and we're going to talk about that later on is where do you get that money when you have a rail system that's already 12 billion in debt oh don't get me started <laughs> how do you how do you finish that we're also dealing with um sea rise so we're dealing with actually kinkamehameha highway on the east side of the island is falling into the ocean that is going to cost as much as real to and fix that needs to be fixed that it needs, can't be ignored any longer i will never understand why that was not fixed before the rail was ever built it should have King Kamehameha Highway should have been raised. It should have been dealt with. Now, if I think that, that's an easy answer, because the rail is going to bring in money. They they're thinking the rail is not <laughs> going to bring in shit. Yeah, that's what they're thinking. You know how they're going to get people on rail? They're going to tax you per mile know, on your know, vehicle to force you onto rail. And we haven't even gotten that to the local people. So what we're saying is like we're thinking that's going to be a three billion dollar shortfall. How do you take care of this? Listen, you can't tax the local people anymore because they're it's insane. What was that? You need to make uh, forty dollars an hour minimum here. Something like you that. You have to make. You have to make. Okay, guys, I'm sorry, but this has really gotten out of control, and I don't actually believe it, but it's close. You have to make a hundred and thirty thousand dollars on the island of Oahu to survive. We found that in an article recently. We did. C- c- you guys. Nobody here makes that. Nobody. 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 <laughs> because the pay nobody. here is so low. This is why people live minimum four four to. Four to twenty people a house. <laughs> it's insane. So you can't raise the taxes anymore on the local people. How are you going to make up that deficit, guys? We're going to talk about it. They're going to raise taxes on you coming here, big mm-hmm. time, big time. And you know, I mean, depending on what kind of work you do, possible yeah. pay cuts everywhere. So the other All thing, the state it, jobs. yes, then that's what we're going to get into. So w- we don't think it's a good time to come. If you have a plan to come to Hawaii and move to Hawaii in the next year. Now, at any other time, we would say come. We don't want to see you lose your dream. We don't want to see everything crumble. And you have to leave Hawaii within a year. It would be devastating for you. And we don't want to see that. We know you can make it. But But right now, everything's against you. On the flip side, if you hear all of this and you're okay with it and you have enough money saved up that you think you can you survive anyway, have some money saved. then, you know, we don't want to deter you, but just know that like whatever money we told you to have saved up originally, maybe you want to double that at this point yeah, <laughs> if you're you going to move here now, you yeah, know? Exactly. So, w- you know, we're really saying we don't think it, what she said, but I personally, I would not come here for another year. Because then everything will be settled in. What do I mean by that? Tourism will probably be coming back. Taxes will be in place. We'll know who's getting taxed, how's you, how you're getting taxed. They're thinking of possibly getting rid of the GET tax 
for local people. I hope so. And yes, because that would be a God saver. I mean, that would be just unbelievable. Unfortunately, they're going to put that on to probably tourism. Oh. Okay, and we're going to talk about that later on, about the future of tourism and what's going to happen here in Hawaii for people vacationing. People who move here, it's going to deal with them too. So, like Amanda was saying, they may cut. We don't know. We it's don't know all yet. up in the air. It, it he keeps from he twenty gave, to forty percent, right? He keeps saying it's a last resort. So I'm yeah. just holding on to that and hoping and praying it doesn't happen. But who knows? One thing I do know is I was due for a raise, and that didn't happen. That's not happening. You yeah. deserve you deserve like a forty thousand dollar raise. Well, no, but I mean, I was due for my two year raise. You were my first raise, and yeah. that's not going to happen. Everything's uh, frozen right now. Yeah. So if they were to, this is why we don't believe locally they're going to increase your taxes, or locally they're going to cut. Um, jo- jobs in their pay because people cannot survive on state you know state jobs already you're like you're, you're getting paid you're getting way underpaid we talk about that in mm-hmm. the yeah we talked about it yeah. we talked about it you're getting way underpaid and um, if they cut Amanda's job if they cut teachers jobs if they cut state worker jobs we're not gonna have 20 any to 40 percent none of those people are, they're gonna leave they're gonna mm-hmm. leave and um, that's going to cause chaos and it's going to cause a collapse, an economic collapse here. So with this uncertainty, do not come to Hawaii. Don't tell people do not come. It's no, your own no. decision. No, no. You can vacation. We're, we're trying to give the best advice we can. I know. I am not going to tell someone to come to Hawaii in the next year. I am saying just we're telling you straight up as yeah. it is. Make your own decision. Y- if you come to Hawaii within the next year, you're putting a gorilla on your shoulders. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you're literally putting as long a 500-pound gorilla on your shoulders. Hawaii is... Uh, listen, this is the truth. You already have a 50-50 chance of making it. Don't decrease yourself down to 25% chance of making it. I would agree, but I mean... If somebody thinks they can make it, no, who are we to come. who are we to tell them they can't come? They no, can't no. come. Just yeah, know if, that everything's against you, stacked against you. If you were you. talking to your <laughs> closest family members, your closest friends, I wouldn't let my family move here. No, right now, unless they were going to stay with me. Okay, and, and yeah. that's the advice we're giving because we're treating everyone that's listening as our friends, and right. we want them to be that. We want them to succeed. All I'm saying is we don't know everybody's situation. No, so. I mean if you get fifty to a hundred thousand dollars, exactly. come on out exactly. you, and, and, and buy one of these businesses that have gone under. Yeah, exactly. If yeah, you're it depends on your situation. If you have a thriving business and a wonderful big house and you're going to sell everything and come here with that money, then maybe it would be okay. Listen, I don't I'll, know. I'll be upfront and honest with you. If you have some form of online business, if you have some form of telecommuting business, you're good. Mm, you can go anywhere with that. True. Yeah. Okay, but make sure you have that system in place. And then you're good. But coming here and trying to get a job right now, <laughs> yeah, that ain't happen happening. Because none of the locals are even working. So No, no one's working yeah. here. Um, and then the last piece, of course, we already mentioned this, but like nobody's really going to welcome you with open arms right now if you move here. So, <laughs> no, just, I don't. Right, no one's yeah. going to. Right, no one's going to welcome here with open arms right now. No. All Next right. one we got. So actually, we kind of discussed this already. Will moving to Hawaii in the next year be the biggest mistake of your life? <laughs> we covered we it. it. We covered it. And the next one too. When would be the best time to move to Hawaii? So what are you thinking? I'm thinking, you know, this may ruin some people's dreams of getting out here when they want to but i probably would not come out to 2022 yeah i think that's fair i mean recovery is going to be hard and long and slow here i believe 2022 everything will be established and in place like we said again i believe taxes will be in place tourism will be back we'll have some form of normalcy again Mm-hmm. Businesses will be rehiring again. New businesses and startups will be being created in 2022. 
I believe that will be the time for you to move and be able to get a job. Now that is too, that is really a year and a half away. I would say about or a, at least a year away. Yep. So skip twenty twenty one. Skip twenty twenty one. I think call again, it a loss, and that's it. Yeah, I'm not one to tell people what to do or not do, but you're gonna have the hardest challenge of your life if you try to move here now. <laughs> yeah, bad idea. We, we, I mean, listen, look what we're dealing with. I know. I'm yeah, suffering. We're here already. I'm suffering. <laughs> I mean, so I feel true. like I'm in hell right now. I'm in hell in heaven. <laughs> Literally, this is what it. Isn't Hawaii, it interesting? Ho- this, you know what? I, we we talked. Okay, we just talked to Derek the other day. Derek friend, yeah. is the first person who ever talked about that term. Yeah. He's been here longer than he's from Boston too originally, and he's been here longer than me. And he said, "Wade, I've never lived in a place that you can call it's heaven and hell at the same time." So true. It depends on what side of it you're on. And it could flip so easily. It could right? flip so easy. And you could be one catastrophic event away from being in hell. But you know what? Okay, yeah. let's take a step back yeah. and look at your life. In March, your February, March, your business was like the best it had. Be- you were thriving. I was booming. You were booming. You were doing the best you've done in so long. The best long. I've ever done. Fast forward two weeks, coronavirus hits, you got nothing. Nothing. So <laughs> I went from living. I went from living in a utopia. To living in like, oh my God. <laughs> what just happened? What? I was hit by a truck. You couldn't have predicted it. Everybody was hit by a truck. Yep. But that's what happened. And I have nothing now. And then another way to look at it, I guess like a different perspective is even just like within right now, like when it comes to financial stuff, it's hell. Like Total. trying to live right now in Hawaii is hell. Yeah. But then we go to Kayona Beach on Saturday and it is paradise. It is heaven. And I'm like, okay, I can be going through this hell, but I can still have my Saturdays be a complete paradise. Like that's I agree. I'm so blessed for that. And you know what? In the and we've been to a and, and we've been around the island a few times since this has been going on. We're in our mass doing everything. We've been going to local businesses, spending money at local businesses, making sure we do. And the Aloha spirit is alive and well at all those places that so we went to. True. They were all asking, you know, because I go around the island and I know a lot of the people and they're saying, they're saying, wait, how can I help you? Can I give you no. money? Can I do this? Can I do that? Do you want to come over? Do you want, do you need food? Can I give you some food? So and I'm like, sweet. Look I, know. At, I mean, that just shows you that, yes, there's people out there who are going to be poo-poo heads, you know? And then there's going to be people who have, there's going to be so many more, though, that still have the Aloha spirit. It's not going anywhere, no matter where, if we're in war, riots, or anything, or everything, or a pandemic, that Aloha isn't going anywhere. Yep. Yeah. For sure. All right, what we got? All right, for those already living in Hawaii, Mm. what will your future hold? (laughs) (laughs) That's essentially just to me, uh, it's to, to us. How do we <sighs> see for me it's different because I have my own business. You actually work for someone. Yeah. How do you feel about your situation and where you're at right now? I and think be maybe fine. You, okay, you think you'll be fine. I mean, maybe worst case scenario, the next year might not be so fine. Okay. Worst case. Yeah. But then I think things will go back to normal. I mean the good part is like I, I do feel that my job's not gonna go anywhere because I'm needed. It's a, it, you're essential, you right? You're, you're essentially essential. Well, it's funny because I'm not <laughs> considered an essential employee, um, which is why I get to work from home yeah. during the stay-at-home mandates and all of that. Okay. But, they but you're need a necessity. Your position a is a necessity. Schools need me. 
Schools whether, need educators, any yeah. kind of educator, whether you're a teacher, a school psychologist, a counselor, whatever you are. Whether you get paid less or not, you. they still yeah. need you. <laughs> exactly. Hey, we're going to give you a 20% cake big up, but we still need you. It's so, horrible. I know, but I do feel like it makes me feel good to know my job's not going to go away. Yes. Knock on wood. But, you know, there's still that fear of like, will the state cut my pay or something like that? That's tough. Yeah. Just to think about that. Of and course. then on top of that, if they were to cut your pay severely, like a possible for the first year, 40% pay cut, right. you would not be able to afford to live in Hawaii anymore. I mean, I wouldn't be able to have my own place now. No. No way. So, and, and, and on top of that is, will you garner resentment toward your employer? I would toward be very the state? upset. I mean, I yeah. wouldn't even be able to pay student loans, no. anything. So, <laughs> I, I think that if they were to cut, and that's why we're saying don't come here in the next year, because a lot of shit's going to go down. Yeah, we don't know. So, if pays are cut 20 to 40%, if they realize there's no other way to get money back here, and let's say tourism isn't coming back, and, getting, and, we're not, and then we're not getting the proper taxes from the uh, travel that comes back, they may have to go ahead and cut and furlough people. And then you're going to have a group of workers that won't be showing the Aloha Spirit because they're not going to feel respected. They're not going to feel that what they're doing, you know, the state's not, I mean, when they look at it, they're going to look like, like, look at, I mean, you're going to feel like, wow, they don't give a shit about me. Well, here's the thing. Like, we can't do less work because they can't afford to pay us. Like, we, what we do is we work with students. And yeah, we you do can't, what you do. We can't be like, oh, we're just not going to work with these students because we're not getting paid. You yeah. can't do that. That's not no. right. So you'll build a form of resentment yeah. against your employer and against the state. It's for, true. For really saying, you know what? Because we care we're gonna about. We're going to throw somebody under the fire. We care about our kids and yeah. we're not going to disservice them yeah. by getting you know lazy and doing less yeah. work because we're not getting paid so we're going to be working just as hard or maybe harder and getting way less pay and that would be a huge problem yeah now for me for a business owner who an entrepreneur the only person i can get mad is myself yeah and i do a lot of that i know you do i hate myself sometimes oh don't say I that yell, I, well no i do i hate my because sometimes i'll go full blown into it and then I'll feel like, you know what, I feel like giving up. Yeah. And then I'll be, and then I'll, I'll, I'll like, you know, smash my head against the wall. And, and I'll be like, what am I doing? And I'll talk to myself. And, and if you were there in that moment, seeing me talk to myself, no. you'd probably think that I'm mentally ill. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's actually, I mean, people do that. It's oh, okay, not. okay. But for me, I, it's telling me that I'm at, a, at, I'm at the event horizon. Right. And I need to get myself in, 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 you know, I have to figure out what the hell I'm doing. Because the only person who can make me money is me. And it's just like, I, I'm in the tourism industry. That's what I got into. I, I, I did design. I, it's my fallback. The problem is with design, nobody pays you for that anymore. Anybody can go online and get a friggin' yeah, you, know, you know, nobody wants true. to pay you for that anymore. No one, mm -hmm. I mean, no, but you know. So, so I'm in like a area where it's like, well, do I get out of tourism? What do I go into? What do I do? You're at a and crossroads. Yeah, I'm at a crossroads. So I started a new business. Um, it's like, a real entrepreneur. Okay, and a real business owner is like, okay, that is not happening right now. That has failed. I need to create something that's going to succeed. I need to go do that. Mm -hmm. So I did it. I'm doing it now. I'm trying mm -hmm. to figure it out. Uh, the podcast has been a great success. And the future is like, I don't know what my future is, except that I'm going to, I want to go, we want to go to the Big Island, right? Yeah. Well, we want to go to the Big Island. We want to create a, you know, microgrid community. Want to grow our own crops? That's not going anywhere. We want to be self-sustaining. Yeah. We're going to do, we're going to do that. We're Absolutely. still going to do that. And it's going to happen. And it's going to be a dream. I'm, I'm, I'm usually in the end, I bitch, I complain, <laughs> I, 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 I suffer, 
I lose so much money, but eventually I end up doing you make everything. It happen. You everything, do. yeah, everything that I plan on doing or want to do, and and I think I've told about this, but in uh, another podcast, draw yourself a board. Yeah, draw yourself sure. a board and stop mocking stuff Vision off. Vision board. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm okay. I feel that I'm gonna do okay, yeah. even though I feel like it's hell right now. You know, mm-hmm. I think business owners are gonna pull through, whether if it's not in the business they're doing now. It's going to be a new business because you can't stop an entrepreneur. You can't stop a business owner. They just have that. That's that blood in them. It's I don't know what it is. They have to do something else because there's no way in hell I'm going to go work McDonald's. No, there's I no know. way in hell I'm going to actually. I feel work. the same way. Yeah. I know. I agree. I'm never going to work for somebody ever again. Once you work for yourself, you can never go back to working for someone. Yeah. It's so tough. So I get that. But I also, on the flip side, I love the security of knowing I'm going to get a paycheck. Well, a lot of people like that. I know. So I see both sides. When you have to bring in your own paycheck, you have to be on your toes all the time. And it's it and it's and it's, it's stressful. True, it's constant see, stress. So I mean, of course, I have the fear of pay cuts, but at least I don't have to be scared about the six hundred dollars a week ending because right. I still I have do a right paycheck. Now. Yeah, I, like I'm like I'm like at the point where I'm I'm holding my breath and hoping that I don't drown. Exactly. Because I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the Democrats and Republicans to make a decision I on what don't they're doing. No, if I could deal with that stress, I am. Dealing I like with it. having security. <laughs> I don't know. Like I see a lot of people. You guys, if you're if you're getting unemployment, there's two sides to it. One person can be say, oh, they're sitting on the couch and they're just getting a check. For me, I'm creating, I'm inventing, yeah. I'm doing new things, I'm creating new businesses. That money is being invested in a new business is going to either hire people well, or bring taxes to the state, and it's going to change. It's also allowing you to survive right now. Well, it's allowing <laughs> me to survive. It's allowing me to survive right now, exactly, to pay my rent, to put mac and cheese on the table, <laughs> and tuna fish. Because, yeah, that's all I, I can know. afford. <laughs> all right. Any, anything else? That's it. We covered it all. Oh, we wrapped it up. We did good. <laughs> that was okay. heavy. It, it truly was. Heavy, was. Right? Yeah. So, uh, I, I, you know, I, this is always already like over an hour and a half. So I'm, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's a good idea if we break this up into two episodes. Okay. You know, yeah, because, because we have a lot to do still. It's going to be another hour and a half at least. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's take a... Um, <sighs> You know, I'm. Let's just end it. Yeah, because I'm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm exhausted. Yes. So we don't want to discuss too many heavy subjects all at once. You it's know, too much. It's you need to process. It, yes. And, and recover. I agree. <laughs> I mean, it's upsetting for me to have to be so upfront and honest with everybody. You know, like this. It, it's it, hard because we want to be this positive podcast about like living your dreams if I it's know. to come to Hawaii or move to Hawaii, and we kind of are saying now's not a good time well not right right now is not right a good now time. is not a good time but yeah. it's hard to say that it is and i'm starting to actually it's like i'm talking to myself and i feel that we're being honest with ourselves and it's kind of like hitting us as we're doing this podcast that we're telling everyone out there the reality things aren't I'm, good here and i'm starting to realize that I'm like telling myself this is the reality and it's starting to like hit me. I know. I agree. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I mean, we do this podcast because we love Hawaii. We, we know you guys love Hawaii. We know your dream of Hawaii the same way like we did. We, we had, we had yeah. the dream of Hawaii. We still do. Um, and we want to help you guys. Exactly. But I, th- I, I think that some people have this unattainable vision of what Hawaii is. And sometimes I feel I jump on that bandwagon of what some people 
want me to say about Hawaii, and I feel conflicted with that. Mm, I mean, it I is don't still want... paradise, no, but it's course. also hell right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, you know, Amanda and I want to be honest with everyone without pushing some of you guys away. We don't want to say, oh, don't come to Hawaii, don't do this, don't do that. But, I mean, I think one of the great things about this podcast is that we're honest with people and we want to stay honest with people. We want to talk about the good, the bad, and and, and, and give knowledge to people so that they can make the right decisions for themselves. Of course. You know, so in the end, you know, you're confronted with the truth, you're confronted with the honesty when it comes to Hawaii. Yeah. Don't you think? Absolutely. Because we want you to vacation here. We want you to move here if that's what if that's your dream. But we want you to be successful yes. when you do it. And we had dreams to vacation here and we vacationed. We had dreams to move here and we moved here. Yeah. And we want you to do that too. When I moved here, I had jack shit. There was no Google. There was no Facebook. <laughs> there was no nothing. I was at the library. Yeah. I was reading books. I was trying to figure out where a hike was. I was trying to figure out where to get a job. I was looking to the newspaper. It was I a was different a, was world a, when I moved here. I was applying for <laughs> edible arrangements. Oh, just to And yeah, I was make going, it. what am I doing? <laughs> and I had no way of like today. Th- then there was no podcasts. Right. You know, but today you guys have something that will help you. It's vital that this helps you to get you to the point where you can vacation here, make your dream to come true of vacationing, but also moving. And the crazy part is your old podcast helped me. I thought you were just going to say, I'm old. No, you're old. <laughs> I know. Watch it. I'm um, <laughs> Your old podcast helped me move here. Right. Uh, it helped me so much. And then I connected with you. Yeah. And you helped me move here. And I had the internet and I obsessively researched everything. I don't know how you did it without that. I don't know how I did it either, but I want to make sure that you guys have so much more knowledge and and really people with great opinions and ideas on how to make things work out here. Mm-hmm. Because we all, you know, I think not only the, the listeners, but us, we all of us want you guys to succeed, to come out here and have an amazing vacation. Of course. To seek knowledge, to get knowledge, and just to be one big ohana here. Absolutely, you know? yeah. Oh, God. So, in part two, um, I think what we're going to do is we're going to cover Hawaii's future and Hawaii's unhealthy relationship with tourism. And it's going to be another really, really heavy, really serious and really important podcast. It truly is. I mean, yeah, don't miss it. No, because we need to make sure you guys know of the the future. For those moving, we've kind of covered you guys, but for people who want to continue to have hawaii be a part of their lives by vacationing here every year every other year Mm -hmm. this is going to be a very important podcast for you because you're going to have to understand and we're going to explain it to you on how hawaii is going to change and And tourism is going to change and tourism and how the government and the people of hawaii are going to change their ways and kind of maybe have something else to lie back on Mm -hmm. other than tourism yeah yeah Okay, guys, so we're going to end this. We're going to go ahead and listen to a great song, Hawaii Aloha by Brada Is. We Mm. have not played this Brada Is song before. All right, let's do it. All right, you ready to do a big shoots? Yep. Shoots! All right, Aloha, Aloha. guys. We'll see you next week. Oh, no.
Speak of Allah, it's all the above. All the good, yeah? So that is a right way range. Aloha. Whether it's Pono, Mikai, still the same. I don't care how you look at it, it's still Aloha. Be Pono, be righteous.
And aloha means goodbye And aloha means I love you And I wanna take it higher